Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. Welcome to March. It's been a minute. We are back. So before we start this episode, um, you may notice that the platform for Anchor has changed. So now it is called Spotify for Podcasters. And Anchor has become this. So same content, but, you know, Spotify owns Anchor. Um, but now the platform is changing. The word is you might see the icon in a different way. Um, so you'll see a Spotify icon that says podcasters. Um, so enjoy, enjoy, continue to enjoy and subscribe and to patronize or whatever you are or create as well. Feel free to create. This episode is about young people in Aikido and, um, there's a lot there, you know, we want our next generation to enjoy Aikido and, um, before our great senseis have passed away, before Yamada sensei, Yamada, Yoshimitsu Yamada Shihan sensei passed, I made sure that young people in New York Aikikai got to see him you know, as much as possible. So they understand what their legacy is. And so should all dojos, you know, letting us know who our past, present and future people are. But the current members are really important to be acknowledged, um, including our current senseis, because they are the ones who are passing the information down to all of us. So in this episode, what would we talk about young people? Well, for young people, um, they're always interacting with others who don't know what Aikido is. Aikido is not publicized in movies uh, or in the media as such. You know, the ones that are really popular are the ones that are competitive, like MMA, um, maybe jujitsu, karate, of that nature. And even a lot of people who are fans or admirers of these other arts, sometimes they interchange the arts not recognizing what each one is specifically. That some people say, oh, karate, and use that to put that in an umbrella of multiple martial arts when that's not the case. So the definitive difference with Aikido, of course, that we all know who practice, and for those of you who have been listening to this podcast, knows that Aikido is non-competitive. So with that non-competitive feature, it's important to understand that it's it's a little different and then for young people some teachers find it difficult to teach young young people um, because it doesn't have that panache of competitiveness or a tournament or get ready for the tournament thing it's really about seminars and testing but practice and repetition the the one thing that the west the Western ideal has imposed upon it has been the colored belts for the young people to make it a little more exciting. So with our people, with our young youth, what do we say to them when they ask questions about, you know, um, how much does it take for me to be a black belt? Or um, what rank is that person? Or I can't wait to get my black belt. And they have yet to touch the waters of Aikido world. Um, or wanting to know what their friends are about. So let's cover maybe three points. Number one, the black belt. 
right? Becoming a black belt. Number two, friends in Aikido. And let's see if I can remember. First is black belt. Number two, friends. Number three, showing the work, you know, being being their best selves. And that kind of loops into number one. So number one, the black belt. One thing to tell the young people is this, you know, I think, and I have to also do this myself, is to encourage everyone to to have a goal, to seek for that. Let's, you know, get to that level because that's really gratifying. However, on the way there, it's about the journey. The journey is about the practice itself and connecting with oneself. And you can feel the difference of your progress, that it's not just about lip service, that your body changes, especially with young people, because they're growing faster. They're constantly growing. Adults, you know, our growth has changed, but we grow in different ways with our mental capacity and using our wisdom or growing towards wisdom. For the young people, I think it's a good idea to explain, you know, it's about the journey that you can be the best before you get your black belt. What matters most is how you carry yourself. How clean is your uniform? How do you keep it well? And by you doing that, then it starts to reflect back by how people respond to them. Like, wow, your key is so strong or your form is so fantastic. Um, Or you feel good as the practitioner being able to do rolls and leaps and pins and to to be able to handle people who are three times your size with without effort or or seemingly effortlessly so with that these are proofs for young people to discover on their own which i think can link them for the long term in how powerful aikido really is that they become their own superhero so before being a black belt They should already be training a few levels above their current rank anyway. That it is not about, oh, it's not only about the belt, you know, because then what are you doing now? What is the journey? Okay. Um, Now, I'm going to trip myself up here. (laughs) We had three points and the first one was about the black belt and the third was about your best self. So let's loop around. Let's see if I can remember what number two is. I should be writing these things down. Okay, so let's go to the third and come back. Your best self. So being your best self is really important because then, especially as young people, you get to see that in a quicker time frame. You finish school in the spring, summer, and you come back in the fall. You're a different person than you were months ago same thing with Aikido and this is a great time to take Aikido because as you're growing maybe a grade school high school there are lots of challenges that come your way explaining this to young people is really a benefit because then you say well if you do this then you will see this or you will feel this effort that has proven itself that you get stronger you become more organized Um, You know more people, all of these things. And this is important, especially when we always return back to cleaning, of course, organizing our materials, you know, taking care of our uniforms. How do you take care of them folding your uniforms? Um, How do you carry your bag going to and from classes? 
and people recognize these things. So then it's reflective. So this is the proof of the pudding for it all. So the third part, which I flipped for this talk on the third point, the first point, black belt, the second point I put in is your best self. The third point is supporting your friends. For young people, it's really important to see themselves in the practice and um, people can get them and understand what their needs are, who they are, sense of humor, etc. And and this happens in the adult program too. I would gather that most of you would think this as well. And I know I sure did. I loved when practicing, I got to move up the ranks with people I worked with from the beginning. And, you know, you sort of have a camaraderie that I made it kind of feeling that you have a community to support you. So with young people, it's important to let them understand that, oh, just because you've grown a certain age that you just don't drop things behind you. Because without that beginning, you can't be where you are today. So that also includes other people of their age where if they haven't come to classes often, they all must participate often and together. That's really important. Um, As much as possible, things happen, life happens, but to not drop the young people's program, if your dojo has a separate program, that they must continue to patronize that class. And even if it's not as often, but at least on a consecutive, continuous basis, once in a while, maybe at the minimum once a month or more, depending on how often your dojo stays open. This is key because this is what keeps the young people together. This is what teaches them what Aikido is about. It's not about, oh, I'm this age and I drop it. That means that they don't get what Aikido is all about, right? We are here to love each other. We're here to support each other. You know, you may not favorite people all across the board, but in terms of the practice itself, people need to be together and to be forever supportive because during the time of testing, we come together, even if we are not the tester, to know the, the practice so that we can help each other cross the finish line for their rank. And this is a part, everything we do is, is practice in Aikido, even how you breathe, how you think, how you walk into a place, how you finish, right? Um, it's not just, oh, I, I've got a rank. And uh, young people, because the world isn't set up like Aikido, we have to constantly remind our young people what Aikido is really about. Um, and it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of being thoughtful. It's a lifestyle of, you know, maybe going against the norms of what you think of in school or in the world outside of Aikido. Um, So it's really, really important um, to remember that because then the time will come, they will come to want something like I want to be recognized. And in Aikido, you're essentially not supposed to ask for things. You're supposed to just earn it, right? You don't ask for being a teacher. You know, you let that be bestowed upon you that you've well earned it and it's given to you. You know, um, 
and it makes it has more meaning to it and it's more precious um, little things like that and this way if the if it starts at a younger age then this this wonderful art form and its meaning will last longer with each individual so with that my dear friends thank you for listening welcome back happy march enjoy the rest of your week until next time <laughs>